Hello everyone and welcome to this Triangles Meditation Group webinar. Today is February 14, 2022, and thank you all so much for joining us here today. Before we begin, let us take a moment to link together and sound the noontime recollection. We know, O Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. So we meet here today for another Triangles Meditation Group webinar. Welcome to all of you who are here once again returning, and a special welcome to everyone who is here for the first time. The purpose of this webinar is twofold. We meet here to introduce new members to the work of Triangles. We help them to aid in the forming of new Triangles and to inform them about the work, to answer any questions may have. The webinar also aims to create a platform for people who are already members of Triangles to come together each week and to support the work through a meditative visualization. Triangles is a simple visualization technique. It uses the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform human and planetary consciousness. Three people link together in thought and agree to vivify that link each day. They link together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. These three triangles members visualize their triangle placed within a planetary network of triangles, and then sound the great invocation in order to release and circulate the energies throughout the entire etheric network of the planet into the consciousness of humanity into all open hearts and minds. Triangles, this practice of triangles, need only take a few minutes each day and it can be fit into even the busiest of schedules. Today we are here with a special guest, Janet Derwin, who heads Sundial House in the UK. She'll be presenting today on um, receiving news bulletins on the importance of um, news, of good news in the world today, which we will be happy to um, have a discussion with her after her presentation, where all of you will have a chance to participate and to share your own thoughts on triangles or really on her presentation or upon the meditation or the practice itself. So we invite all of you to hold your thoughts, maybe write them down if you'd like, um, any impressions you might have, either from um, her presentation or from the meditation. 
and then uh, you can share these audibly at the end of our uh, webinar here today. Um, before we proceed, though, let us participate very quickly in a, in a brief visualization, followed by the sounding of the mantra on your screen. Visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And visualize within that sphere a triangle. This triangle is the triangle of the three primary planetary centers. Shambhala, planetary head center. Hierarchy, the planetary heart. And humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle from point to point, merging and blending the three points and filling the triangle with light. And superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star. This is the star of the world teacher, making east and west, past and present, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies radiating forth from the center of the triangle out through the five points of the planetary star. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, and restoring peace on earth.
We sound together the mantra. Radiance, we are in power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. We frequently speak about triangles as a planetary service, but what exactly does it mean to serve in this way? Nearly all spiritual paths advocate service work of one sort or another as an essential part of their spiritual practices. For some, it is work with the poor or the homeless, volunteer work, or dedicating their professional lives to human betterment. Increasingly though, many consider contemplative practices such as meditation or prayer a form of service and seek to work in the realm of thought and consciousness for human and planetary betterment. Subjective service such as the sort undertaken in the triangle's work, can be described using the symbolism of the cross. That which one receives in vertical alignment that is higher contact with the soul and the greater group of souls must be interpreted and distributed horizontally and shared with one's fellow men. The aspiring server seeks to take their place at the center of this cross and from there to never move. They stand as a bridge between the world of spiritual reality and the worlds of human living. Subjective service is predicated on the esoteric fact that divinity ever exists within all things. It is indivisible in its essence, yet manifests itself in time and space as a hierarchy of graded lives. Those higher up on the ladder are closer to the source of that greater life, while lower units of life depend upon the higher for spiritual sustenance. The whole process of evolution is the exteriorization of the higher through the lower. This results in the redemption of the lower, 
raising it upwards. It also brings the higher down into manifestation, thus fulfilling the plan of life itself. Subjective service is a way of cooperating with this plan, of aiding the divine circulatory flow, the exchange of energy between God and his manifested world. To do so, one must begin by learning to manifest the soul through all aspects of their personality, and to become the soul in all that they think, feel, and do. For the soul is the mediating principle between spirit and matter, is the principle of relationship itself, and its nature is love. We are told that the law of service governs the activity of the soul on its own plane. To manifest the light, love, and the many powers of the soul, one must therefore learn to become responsive to this law and to allow it to govern one's thinking. The impulse to serve is a natural instinct of the soul, but it is not so natural for the personality. To the personality, service is an ideal or a goal, something to be attained. But to the soul, service is simply an expression of its natural state. It is not an activity which must be initiated, nor is it necessarily something which must be given. True service, therefore, arises from within the soul itself, for the soul serves by its very presence. This presence is love, light, and sacrificial will. In the radiation of these qualities, the world of human living serves the greater good, for it keeps the plan progressing and moves human consciousness onwards towards its evolutionary goal. The soul we know is group conscious. That means it knows itself to be at one with the group and with all other souls. And this fact is the reason behind one of the popular definitions of service given by the Tibetan. He writes that service is the utilization of soul force for the good of the group. Service is the urge to group good. It brings about the fulfillment of group desire rather than personal desire. In this way, the law of service awakens the heart center in those who respond to its influence. The awakening of this heart, of the heart, is the first step towards group awareness. When the awakening of the heart includes also the mind, then it brings about a fusion and at one minute between soul and personality. This soul-personality fusion brings eventually an unimpeded channel for spiritual energies to pour into human consciousness. This naturally drives the incarnating soul into some line of work in the world. This work can span the whole diversity of human enterprise but in every case, 
The server is challenged to work in the realm of thought, governed always by truth, with an intelligent grasp of the problems humanity faces, with a love of humanity, with a growing recognition of the plan which must work out. And all of this is only possible because the server can stand with one foot in both the spiritual and the mundane worlds. They're able to stand fixed at the center of the cross. To close, I'd like to share a brief poem, or perhaps it's just a statement by Rabin Jonath Tagore. He writes, I slept and dreamt that life was a joy. I awoke and saw that life was service. I acted and behold, service was a joy. So now let us proceed with our meditation. Let's focus ourselves as a group upon the mental plane, linking in thought and as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working with this triangles meditation group. We sound together the invocation of the will. In the center of the will of God I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. using the creative imagination linked with two other points of light to create a triangle of light.
Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the entire network. Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the Triangles Network.
visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity and again transforming human consciousness establishing right human relationships We sound together the mantra of unification. The sons of all are one and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of life and love. Let the soul control the outer form in life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles and see new triangles being formed everywhere. Sound the great invocation. As you repeat each stanza, visualize the triangles network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth 
into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, a purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Oh. everyone. So I'd like to invite Janet Derwent now to uh, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hi, Janet, are you there? I am here. Thank you. Yes. Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Michael. And thanks for this opportunity to share some thoughts and considerations with you all today about receiving news bulletins as an act of service. The Tibetan teacher and master Dwal Kul tells us, the fact that we see the world picture as one of outstanding chaos, of striving ideologies and warring forces, of the persecution of minorities, of world anxiety and terror, does not really mean that we are seeing the picture as it really is. We are seeing what is superficial, temporal, ephemeral, and concerned with the form aspect. A closer study of the forces which are producing the outer turmoil may serve to clarify our vision and restore confidence in God's plan and its divine love and loveliness. This quote is taken from the destiny of the nations. However, in order to see beyond the form, we need to cultivate the art of disidentification, discrimination, and an ability to stand steady in spiritual being. The worldwide movement of creative meditation, of which Triangles is a part, is dedicated to laying the foundations of the new civilization through prayer, 
meditation and service. We could say in all honesty that our souls are urging us to remember our commitment to participate in this work and to belong to this vanguard of the new age. This is an act of service that recognizes and supports in thought the activities of individuals and groups around the world working together as builders of the new civilization. If we believe that energy follows thought, then our positive thoughts aid them and their efforts, and we become active members of this planetary team event. So we are just by noticing and subsequently building positive forms of thought, nurturing the seeds of the emerging new civilization, seen amongst the current chaotic affairs of the everyday. We are silent, active observers who in our mind's eye are searching for those specks of golden new consciousness that herald a new way of being. And we cannot do this by avoidance and withdrawing from taking in a daily, a daily dose of current affairs. Many of us know of others who are so overwhelmed with the negativity and confusion and conflict that surrounds us locally and globally, that they have chosen to withdraw and isolate themselves from all news streams. Nevertheless, we are each energetically immersed in these currents of consciousness, whether we realize it or not. Therefore, external solitude does not isolate us wholly from direct physical influences, because our subtle vehicles are merged within an ocean of etheric astral and mental forces. So we are unavoidably affected by all the emotional and mental tides that sweep through humanity and by the many cross currents set in motion by powerful groups and individuals. And we are exposed to this daily, whether we choose to be or not. And so we are never isolated from the rest of humanity. So it is worth considering our modern life as a wonderful trading ground. It enables us to control our physical endurance and develop skills in action. And above all, to work with spiritual detachment because everything is relationship and relationship is everything. So how do we capitalize on this opportunity of a spiritual workout when we take in our daily dose of current affairs? At first, we need to cultivate and adopt an editorial approach in order to deal with the rapid bombardment of different news items crowding the mind with an array of ideas and images of very different kinds. This assorted stimulation can often lead to all sorts of opposing emotions and a scattering of mental clarity and balance. This gives rise to a blunting and weakening of the innate psyche and its alignment with the soul, thereby reducing an individual's capacity to empathize with living, 
loving understanding. Many new insights are factored out and overlooked as a result of this casual approach. So what then is the remedy? Instead of being passive receptors, we're advised to adopt the stance of the observer, the silent, non-judgmental watcher. An ability to access the innate wisdom resource of the higher self, the soul, in this way, enables us to perceive beyond the superficial. Consciously standing in spiritual being, we are able to manage the emotional responses stimulated by many and varied news items. The stance of the observer gives rise to an ability to become detached, discriminative, tolerant, aware, and responsive to the environment. With this sensitivity, it is possible to notice and register soul-inspired work being undertaken by ordinary people doing extraordinary service on behalf of others and the planet. Krishnamurti was given these verses, the verses that follow, by his teacher in the early part of his training, and they shed light onto this inner attitude of constant watchfulness. Waiting the word of the master, watching the hidden light, listening to catch his orders in the very midst of the fight, seeing his slightest signal across the heads of the throng, hearing his faintest whisper above Earth's loudest song. We can strive to adopt this dance as we listen, watch or read about the news. We realize and know how great human suffering is in these times. We also feel the call of the divine in the depths of our being which is constantly urging us to do better, to lighten the load of human misery and suffering. In short, we can aspire to receive news bulletins with the eye of the spirit and with an open heart. Over the last few years, I have been watching and listening to a variety of news sources and I have gathered together four short excerpts to share with you now. And as you watch this very short video, I would invite you to be alert and aware and notice what aspect of one or all of these four news items resonates with you. And what in your mind has inspired these ordinary people to undertake such extraordinary projects? And how do you think that these projects have changed or are changing the consciousness of others within their community, their villages, their nation, or internationally? And after we've watched this very short video, perhaps we can share some ideas and insights that come to us. I look forward to hearing your uh, thoughts after the video. Thank you, Michael.
it is better because it makes you feel like you're doing something because you're actually paying for the food. You're not getting it for free. We've had families that have come in and said to us they've got money left in their pocket at the end of the week. Um, universal credit is so challenging to manage and uh, it enables people to manage their, their money in a better way. My budgeting is a lot better now. Instead of having no savings at all, I can make a bit of a saving. Form for school dropout, but to the people in his village, he is an accomplished electrical engineer. I never thought I could have electricity in my own house. I always thought it's an Nairobi thing. Every day when the sun goes down and the entire coin market in Mathioya is enveloped in darkness, 26-year-old John Magiro switches on his power and there's light in the street. Magiro's dream of lighting up his village after years of darkness began with a bicycle dynamo. This project was uh, back in 2013, but I started when I was in primary school. Enchanted by the workings of a dynamo to produce light, he took his ideas to the fast flowing waters of River Gondo in the heart of Muranga County. With a turbine, Magiro says the self-improvised power plant supplies sustainable and stable power to all the 250 households that are currently connected. Saya Sajiman dan umur 69 tahun dan usaha saya menggarap lahan hutan ingin menghidupkan hutan bisa lebat dan saya tanami beringin bulu ipe dan banyak bermanfaat untuk masyarakat sini di awal-awal itu anu mas Gunung itu lah kebakaran mas, terus airnya mati, terus saya mempunyai greget itu karena tidak saya tanam beringin daerah ini daerah gersang itu loh mas. Kenapa beringin? Kalau beringin itu anu mas, banyak mengandung air. Beringin ipek bulu itu banyak mengandung air itu loh. Dan pertama kali kemarin itu tiga itu kemarin itu. ingin membesarkan air terutama terus kedua orang hidup butuh membutuhkan apa udara bersih sama air ya terus membutuhkan apa itu orang hidup membutuhkan udara bersih untuk paru-paru dunia dan ketiganya 
untuk seranggulangan bencana alam. Itu akarnya sangat panjang. Saya disindir-sindir kalau memikul ringin itu tidak anu masyarakat tidak nyaman gitu marah dakan tidak nyaman gitu karena anu sistemnya jiwanya masih anisme soalnya tempatnya tetek melek itu loh masih gitu loh dianggap orang gila ini punya kambing ditukerin pipit ringin itu kan dianggap masyarakat orang gila tapi hasilnya sekarang mendapatkan air buat mencukupi berapa ini apa desa Mudah-mudahan masyarakat sini bisa subur, makmur, dan hidup bahagia dunia dan akhirat. Dan, dan jangan sekali-kali membakar hutan. Thank you, Janet. That was a wonderful video. Um, so we have about, I think, 15, well, I guess more about like 10 to 12 minutes left in the webinar yeah. today. So we'd like to invite anybody who is um, on the webinar, if you'd like to share any thoughts you had about um, Janet's presentation, about the videos, about service, about the triangles work. Um, Please go ahead and you can raise your hand and I will unmute you and you can share um, audibly. If you'd like, you can also type in the chat box as well. Um, we're probably going to focus more today on those who can share audibly and let people read the chat on their own if they'd like to do that. There is one um, thought that somebody sent in in advance and we have in the past um, encouraged people to do this. Send in your thoughts on the theme. Um, so if anybody would like to do that, you can always email us at triangles.newyork.lucistrust.org. We'll try to read them whenever we can. And so, Janet, just before we get started with our discussion, I'd like to read this comment by, okay. uh, by Gil or Jill. I'm not sure how to pronounce the name. They say, um, as light bearers, we need to keep up to date with world events. It will enable us to see how the divine plan is gradually taking place on Earth. It will invite us to see beyond the obvious decisions that might be made to ascertain the truth. These observations should be carried out without involvement of the emotional nature to let us see how beneficial energies are combating those of evil. Our work is a vital part of this. Yes. Thank you, Julia. Yes, I agree with Jill. Um, I believe it is part of our work to um, receive the news 
in a state of calm, connected balance, if you like, we're connected with our higher selves, with the cross that you spoke of, Michael, in your uh, piece earlier this evening. And from that point of balance, we're able, or we are enabled, to go beyond the superficial and to use the emotions, actually, to see beyond the turmoil and get a glimpse of what is trying to emerge in the wishes and desires of the plan mm -hmm. as it seeks to support and aid and uplift humanity on its journey in evolving consciousness, if you like. Mm -hmm. Well, I have, thank you, thank you, Janet. I have to say, I'm so glad you chose this topic for your presentation today because um, to me, it really highlights how important it is to have that sense of discernment with what we consume and how much that really does affect our consciousness and the way we sort of perceive and view the world situation. Because we're asked to study world events, well, we can't see every, we can never see everything that's going on in the world, you know, so we can always only ever see a part of it. And so I think it's important yeah. to, to look at, you know, don't just ignore all the bad stuff happening, of course, you have to look at that, you know, but you have to also have stories exactly like the ones before you showed. I think they were perfect examples of instances where the soul is really making its presence felt in the lives of those individuals <clears throat> and of those groups. And it's just beautiful. You know, I almost can't even talk about it because just seeing what they did is, is enough. Like the old, the older gentleman at the end who just, knew he needed to plant these trees to benefit his community and just he just had a sense that's what he needed to do and so he just yeah. did it and you know it was a huge success um but even if it hadn't been a success i suspect he would have just kept on doing it you he know? would have done it anyway you're right yeah. Michael. and that's what's so beautiful about that <laughs> i think yeah well it, i think it was definitely soul inspired and it has he's been doing it i think for 24 30 years and when he set off, the area in which he lived had become very arid and people were suffering. And he, I believe, is a goat farmer. Uh, and he just used some of the money he generated each year from selling his goats to buy seeds. And that's how it started. And as you say, um, he kept going uh, and he was ridiculed to start with. And um, it took a long time, mm -hmm. but he didn't give up. I, I think once the soul is um, responded to and is directing the way, there is this sacrificial will that kicks in, mm -hmm. which defies opposition. There's just a persistence. Yeah. yeah and we have to think too like what's you know what's in the way of if that's you know if service is the natural state of the soul and we do and we want the soul to express the personality you know what's blocking that natural expression of the soul you know what is there and i think sometimes it's just a sense of maybe a little bit of a lack of a lack of vision of what could be and also just sometimes like you said we're living in a time of 
or you, at least I think you alluded to it, a sense of there's a sense of isolation today and a sense of yeah. really being separate from other people and a sense of this sort of um, like it's uh, almost difficult to almost almost like there's a big weight upon everybody's shoulders. Yeah. And it seems it's a bit difficult to get out and just go about our daily routine yeah. and and with our and continue with our relationships as we always always have in the past. And so I think when we when we do stuff like consume consume these sorts of news articles like the ones you've like the ones you've shared with us i mean at least for me my impression it brought me so much hope and motivation to just you know, it's almost like there was a there was some sort of barrier i didn't realize was there and now it's like oh yes like that's you know that's the way of course just you know follow follow that path not somebody else's path of course but whatever yeah. that path is for you i th I, th I think you're right michael i think people do get very overwhelmed with the negativity that is presented to us daily in mm -hmm. a variety of ways. And I think people get to the point where they think, well, I'm only one person. What difference can I make? And yeah. so they that almost stops them as well. Mm -hmm. And um, I think Mother Teresa had this raindrop theory, didn't she? where she reckoned that if we all thought of ourselves as a raindrop, then if we act together, we can produce a flood. And I think DK talks about it as um, an informed public opinion. So um, I think once we start to wake up to the soul, we start to become more and more group aware and we are able to break through the confines of the personality thinking, well, there's only just me, what difference can I make? Um, yeah. And we start to act as a team, I think. Mm -hmm. mm. There's, uh, I wanna to get to Catherine Cruz who has her hand raised in a moment, but that just made me think of real quick, uh, there's a quote by the Tibetan, now I'm paraphrasing it because it just left my mind, but um, something like, the plan has never been um, the plan is never meant to be implemented by one person. Yeah, you know, it's always a group that does so, and so we have to always remember that even you know, we always are working, even if we are sort of on the outer plane, working as an individual in some project. The um, the work of the soul is going forth through through groups, and so that's really what brings art service work strength yeah. and power. I think that like what we saw in those videos. Yeah. Um, Let's go ahead and go to Catherine real quick, who has her hand raised. One, two. Catherine, I've asked you to unmute yourself, so you should be able to click the prompt and then share. Well, um, you almost said the ideas that were um, in my mind. I'm so grateful for this whole webinar. And Michael, I hope we can have a transcript of your talk as well. But I was thinking about the idea of we do you know the urge to serve becomes so compelling mm -hmm. and the fight back to all of the reasons why you know from the personality well who am i and what could i do kind of thing and yet each one of these projects began with an idea in one person's mind mm -hmm. and it was then within a group that was that um, I mean, uh, certainly in the Coral Reef Project or in the 
in the food pantry project. I don't know if this fine man planted all the trees himself, but I suspect maybe others came to help. But it, it really can start within an individual soul response to soul. Um, and I think that's just vital for us to remember mm -hmm. when we get overwhelmed by our who am I thoughts. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, someone else requested the transcript of my talk, and the issue is I actually left it open on a different computer here at our office, so it can't be shared. But if you stay around after the webinar, I'll leave the meeting open, uh, go close that document, and then share it to the chat. Um, so if you would like a copy, just stick around, and it'll just take a few minutes, but I'll share it here. Um, We're almost out of time already, unfortunately. Um, but Josh, it looks like Joshua, you have a few uh, comments to share, maybe from Facebook or something, or maybe of your own. Joshua, we can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. All right. Um, so there's a few comments from the YouTube uh, live stream. This is from Rich5816. He says, can you explain how the triangles work actually, how the triangles work actually works? How can we prove that it has an effect? Good question. Um, the triangles work to answer the first part of your question. It's a, it's a form of subjective service. And by subjective, we just mean it works with the self or with the soul. Um, who knows itself to be at one with all souls. So the idea is that um, knowing ourselves as souls, we link up with three other people, and we do agree to link up with them every day. And we don't have to link up the we don't have to link up with them at the same time. But we just do it once a day. We visualize um, the three of us connected by a triangle of light. We visualize this triangle within within a network of triangles which surround the planet. We sound a great invocation with this visualization and imagine the energy sort of circulating around the network and um, bringing the energy of the soul to all aspects of humanity and the human consciousness. The idea, um, like I said, is based upon um, esoteric sciences. Um, if you're looking for some sort of scientific, some sort of objective proof, like maybe some sort of experiment somebody could conduct in a laboratory um, that proved that something was actually happening on the subtle worlds. Um, there really is no, that's a gap that I think hasn't quite yet been bridged with the sort of more material sciences, um, having proven the veracity of those worlds. Um, but there are many people who are convinced of their existence, many, many people, and all, pretty much all of the religious, spiritual, and esoteric traditions, modern and through antiquity, um, have similar systems of this inner world. And so a good look at comparative religion, I think, would be a step in the right direction to, I think, gaining more insight into what these are for you if you choose to do that. Thanks, Michael. He has a second question, if you'd like it. Um, I think that's probably all the time we have. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead and wrap it up. But thank you, Joshua. Um, so, Janet, before we close, is there any are there any final 
final statements you'd like to make or anything you'd like to say in closing? Uh, well, I would like to say thank you all for being part of this journey. It has been a group journey mm -hmm. and we have been sowing seeds together in this triangle network mm -hmm. and into the whole thought climate. So we're a team. <laughs> thank and you. Thank Jen. you very much for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you, Janet. I, I appreciate especially um, the note of hope that you've brought here today to all of us. So thank you. Thank you. Um, let's close now with a moment of silence um, to link up with the planetary network and to all the workers throughout the world. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. And if you'd like a transcript, I'll share it in the chat uh, in just a few moments.